the God of this universe, the one who created heaven and earth, is standing up for us. Yeah. And so it is our privilege to stand alongside him and bring the love, the justice, the peace, the goodness of his kingdom here to this earth. Many times we feel like we need a platform that'll reach millions before we can feel like we're making a difference. But you know, you can impact those around you just in your everyday life. Are you letting your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and praise your Father in heaven? You know, that is a great question that we should all be asking ourselves. So today in part two of the series, Stand Up, we are going to discuss the men and women of the Bible who did what was right, even in the face of persecution, ridicule, and sometimes even death. Stay tuned and listen as we go deeper to the study. Are you ready? Let's, Let's do, do this. this. <laughs> we almost get it every time. I was time. like looking at your lips. You were, I was like, you were trying Whoa. so hard. Are you ready? Let's, Let's do, do this. this. No. Are you ready? Let's, Let's do, do this. this. Hey, Jamie. Hey. <laughs> Jess. How are you? Oh, it's a new week. We're going to talk about Jesus on the inside, working on the outside. Wait. Right. <laughs> oh, what a change in my life. Yeah. Uh, we'll sing anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Pentecostal Does it rhyme? Sing anything. We're singing it. Jesus, Jesus, that rhymes. <laughs> oh, what's in uh, this coffee? I don't, it's that mad priest coffee is again. Is that blessed coffee? It is. <laughs> that stuff just, it gives you a jolt. All right, Jamie, we are going to talk today. Yes. Well, actually, we're going to continue our conversation. Yeah. Because last week, we talked about standing up. Right. And really, we spent the whole time talking about those who didn't do it. You know, those who took the back seat, who went the easy route, who gave in right. to the pressures of or the world around them and the consequences that they suffered. Um, so I felt like, you know, we really needed to maybe expound a little more right, on what it looks like to stand up and give some more examples. You know, we, we talked a little bit about Joseph last yes. week mm-hmm. and, um, and talked about how his life was a testimony to the God that he served right. and how he stood up even in the face of prison and um, the, you know, the pit that he was thrown into. Yes. Stayed faithful. Right. Can you imagine like what he was feeling? You know, when you get the shackles put on you, uh, uh, reality is set. Right. And, you know, that Mm -hmm. you are in prison. Yeah. And you will probably stay there Mm -hmm. because what she had accused him of. Oh, yeah. Was pretty. I mean, that was it was awful. Right. Only because she didn't get what she wanted. Yeah. And he was a foreigner in the land. Right. You know, so already he was at a disadvantage. Right. Because here she was an Egyptian and he was, an uh, you know, an Israelite. He had no status. Right. He had no, 
he had no one to appeal to. Right. You know, he was all by himself. And so it was his word against hers. Of course, they're going to, you know, they're going to listen to the one that is the uh, the wife of Potiphar, the wife of this high-ranking official. Right. And so into the prison, you know, they probably put him under the prison. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. in the deepest, darkest dungeon. And yet God had something more for him. And he took Joseph in the pit and raised him up to, you know, second in command and, and ended up saving his whole family because of it. Somebody feel good today. Right? <laughs> you may feel like you've, you've been in the pit for a while mm-hmm. and you may feel like you have been cuffed yeah, and you have, you have been tied to this rock yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, you feel like everybody's abandoned you mm-hmm. and maybe they have. Yeah. But rest, be rest assured that the plan that God has started in your life, the word says he'll be faithful, not just we, yeah. his word. Yeah. So when he says it in his word, it is a guarantee. He cannot contradict himself. He is not a man that he should lie. Nope. It is a guarantee. It is a, it is a, covenant Mm -hmm. that he keeps with his children yeah and even when we break our covenant with him he's uh always faithful to his faithful yeah he's the faithful one yeah that is faithful to complete what he has begun and so um i mean that encourages me if you sit there and think about it joseph yeah knew what he was gonna face Mm -hmm. i mean even can you I don't know. It just like wow. Yeah. It just sitting on me different because mm-hmm. he That was a lot. God knew what he was doing. Joseph had to trust in God. Well, and he went from his his father's house, right. Joseph's father's house where he was the favored son. Even though he was like the second youngest, right? Mm-hmm. So he shouldn't have been. He should have just been one of the many. You know, it was the firstborn that was supposed to carry right. the birthright and the weight of the family. And, but Jacob loved Joseph. Yeah. And he favored him right. and indulged him. And Joseph had these dreams as a young man that, you know, the, the his family didn't understand, but, right. you know, he was in a position where he felt comfortable with saying that stuff to them. Because he was in a favored position. Right. You and know, it was his family. It was. Uh, it, yeah. But I mean, even even it was just his family. Like they didn't like him. But he knew that he had his father's favor. So right. he could say he, he could be like coat. he did. He had that coat and he had his father's blessing. And so he could say, like, this is the dream that I had. Right. And then he goes from the favored son to the pit. Uh huh. Like that's a long way, right? To fall, right? To being presumed dead by your brothers, mm-hmm. by your brothers, yeah. That's I mean, like that's Woo. a deep cut. Uh, you know, I mean, think about that. Joseph wasn't just hated by by his brothers; like they really wanted to kill him, right? And then so he went from favored in the house, God's given him a vision, yeah, in the pit. Now he's a slave. Now he's been lied on by the wife of the master who he serves. 
All right, let's just think about that. Though. <laughs> just because the Lord gives you a vision doesn't yeah. mean everybody's going to be on board. A lot of times they're not going to be. Okay. But God's word doesn't need everybody's approval. No. Stop looking to the people around you mm-hmm. for that head nod. For the confirmation. That makes you comfortable because what God... What people do all the time mm-hmm. is they feel comfortable when somebody else is in agreement with them. Yeah. Because, okay, well, then I'm not that crazy because right. I did hear God and da-da-da-da. Yeah. If, if somebody can just confirm. Yeah. Well, God doesn't owe you that. Mm-mm. You Have you confirmed it be, with his word? Right. You should just trust him. Right. You should just trust him. And if you have tried it by the word and, and mm-hmm. it is... It is laying, lying in line with the mm-hmm. word of God. Mm-hmm. Not everybody's going to be your best friend. Yeah. Frankly, there are some big brothers out there <laughs> who, <laughs> who you know to, what I'm talking about. Who would love to throw you in the pit. Who hate the fact that you heard from God because mm-hmm. maybe they haven't in a mm-hmm. while. Maybe they're not where they're supposed to be and they look at you and they're right. like, well, I'm jealous. Yeah. Why do they get you know, mm-hmm. why does God, why is God talking to them? And mm-hmm. God hasn't talked to me in a long time. Yeah. I haven't felt that way in a long time. I haven't had that, mm-hmm. that you know, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Well, we live in a world where everything is, um, people look at things that are happening with you. Maybe you're having a, a blessing upon mm-hmm. your life. Right. And they see that as detracting from them somehow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, there's this deficit mindset of if you get it, then that means I can't have it. Right. And God said, I have, I am the God of more than enough. Right. So I can give her a blessing and you a blessing and you a vision and you a prophecy. Like I can, I can do it all. And then over and above what you can even ask or expect. But we think, well, if he's using her, then that means he he's not going to be using me now, and so now I've got to do something. I've been replaced. Yeah. Right, I've got to do something to get my status back. Right. Well, um, you know, do you want to go through what I went through to be right in this air quote blessed mm-hmm. state? Yeah. Because what you see as blessed is what I see as the morning coming. Yeah. You know, of exactly. this night of this season. dark night. Yeah. Right. And yeah. you want to go through that. Uh, right. So I don't dare, mm-hmm. I don't dare be jealous over someone else's blessing in their life because I don't know what they had to go through to get there. Amen. I don't know the price that was paid and not saying that, you know, God's blessings come at a price because he blesses his children because he's a, he's our a father. good father. Right. He just does it because he wants to, but there mm-hmm. are some things that we consider blessings but actually have are the fruit of the night seasons that we've been through right. in our lives. Exactly. So we need to to figure out what our definition of blessing is, mm-hmm. just like we were discussing earlier, mm-hmm. and just know that sometimes what you think is a is a blessing it came at a price. Right. And and there was some prayer. There yeah. was some tears. There was some gnashing of teeth. Right. <laughs> there was some. There were some questions. There, there were some, some screams yeah. and mm-hmm. there were some um, yeah. sleepless nights. I mean, right. you know, so j- just be careful if yeah. you start to feel that way when you're looking at somebody. Well, God is talking to them. He can talk to you, too. That's and it. as a matter of fact, he's always been. Right. 
he will always talk to you. Mm -hmm. You've just got to get in a position to hear it, to hear it. Joseph's story is a testament Mm -hmm. to his relationship with God and the trust that he had in the father's word. The trust that he had in God Mm -hmm. only came out of the relationship that he had with him. So if you're not trusting God and you're feeling a little anxious and you're feeling this, then I would say, check your relationship. Mm -hmm. Where are you at Mm -hmm. with the Lord? Yeah. And more times than not, there may be that degree of distance Mm -hmm. that you need to close because, um, not everything is going to be happy go lucky. Right. No, I'm not saying everything is um doom and gloom. Doom, gloom and despair. <laughs> me on my on the bio, agony, you know. Agony on me. <clears throat> but anyway, poor old Joseph. Poor old Joseph, but he endured to the end. Yes, he did. And saved his family. Saved his family, saved and the saved people he, of Israel. Yeah. Saved them because he trusted God. Yeah. He was, he trusted that promise that he was given mm-hmm. way back when. All right. Joseph is a great example of somebody who endured. Another great example is the prophet Nathan. Yes. Last week we talked about the problem with David and the sin of adultery with Bathsheba and the murder of Uriah. And how he came to repentance ultimately. Right. But the reason that he came to that place of repentance, that David was able to come to that place of repentance and see what he had done, was because of the faith and the courage of the prophet Nathan. Mm-hmm. Nathan was given a word from the Lord to go and confront David with his sins. And let me tell you, that was not an easy word to Ooh. go give. Mm. The prophet had to go stand before the king who could have said, no, thank you. Now you are going to go be beheaded. Right. You know, like he could have killed him. He could have killed his family. He could have done all kinds of things. He was the king, you know. This is a man who had a lot of power, King David. The prophet had to be confident that the word that he had was from God and for the king. And that if he didn't go and do this thing, that there would be consequences for him not standing up. Right. So he he did the hard thing. He went before the king and he told the king a story. The king um, responded when Nathan said, like, you've done wrong. You've sinned against the Lord. David repented. You're there the were, man. You are the man, mm-hmm. exactly. And there were consequences to David's actions. He had he suffered consequences, but ultimately he came to repentance. He came back to God. He came back to that right relationship that he needed to be in. And that was because the prophet Nathan was faithful, faithful. to the yeah. word that God gave him. Don't forget. This is not just stories in a storybook. Right. This is history. Let that settle in. Nathan had to really have the backbone of God Mm -hmm. to go to the king and say, you are the man. Right. 
you are the one that has sinned against God. You have to repent. Mm -hmm. And even in, he knew that if he caught the king on a bad day, that could be his head on the plate. That could be him mm-hmm. hanging in the garden, you yeah. know, under the prison, under the prison. That, mm-hmm. that could have been been him, mm-hmm. but he chose to obey God in yeah. obedience to God. Hear me now. You will answer to God. Mm-hmm. You will stand before him alone yeah. and answer for all the things that we have done in this life. And for all the words that we speak. Yeah. It's biblical, y'all. He had a choice. Yeah. I think we always have a choice. We do. We all because we have free will. Right. God has given us free will and we can say, No, thank you. I'm not going to speak that word or I'm right. not going to take that stand. Right. And maybe somebody else is gonna do it, or maybe nobody else is gonna do it, and then there's a consequence related to that. I mean yeah. you know, if if Nathan had it spoken up mm-hmm. and said David like you're you've been called the apple of God's eye you have loved the Lord from a young age you have now strayed off the path if if Nathan hadn't said that to King David had not been bold enough to do that right David may have never realized yeah. Yeah. just how far off the path he had gone and it there would have been repercussions to right. the kingdom, to to Israel, the yeah. kingdom of Israel, that were further reaching. Because Nathan called him to attention of, of that sin, and David was able to repent, there were still consequences to his actions, but they were more localized. Right. We're always going to face... The consequences of our actions, whether mm. that's good or bad, yeah. there's always going to be consequences to the actions that we take. And so David was was suffering, mm-hmm. but knew that God, there was a place that he could, that God was still on the throne, mm-hmm. that God still loved him, that he was still... Yeah. The man after God's own heart. Right. Even after he messed up, mm-hmm. God sent a word. Yeah, he did. And and that goes back to even when we're not faithful to God and the covenant um, that he gave us. Yes. He'll still be faithful to it. So he Thank wanted you, Jesus. He, yeah, exactly. He wanted to keep that covenant that he had made with David. He was going to. Right. He needed David to come back into right relationship. And the best way to do that was utilize the prophet right who was already you know had the ear of god and god had his ear um but that took that took guts it took courage for for nathan to stand up and um and and, that just shows you how much god loves us right he would love us enough to send Mm -hmm. send a word by and say hey you are the woman. You right. are the man. Yeah. Wake up. Yeah. And and get back in right relationship with mm-hmm. me. You know, um, I've heard people say like, uh, I don't like the God of the Old Testament. I love I love Jesus and the New Testament and all the the gospel mm. and the love and all this kind of stuff because the God of the Old Testament seems so mean and retro. You know, always um, there's always such violent consequences to actions 
retaliatory. Yeah. Um, but, but here you can see God is so um, long suffering <laughs> and patient and yeah. always calling you back. And right. yes, there's going to be consequences to actions, but he's going to give you um, time after time to come back to him right. so that you don't have to continue to suffer the consequences. Psalm 86, 15 says, but you, Lord, are a compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger and abounding in love and faithfulness. So good. The God of this universe, the one who created heaven and earth, is standing up for us. Yeah. And so it is our privilege to stand alongside him. Yes. And bring the love, the justice, the peace, the goodness of his kingdom here to this earth. Yeah. That's that's the beauty of standing up for God. Yes. Because even though it may be hard, it's always going to come with the peace and knowing yeah. that if you're standing up next to God... Then who can stand against you, right? right? If God be for us, then who can be against us? Yeah. So he's got that covered. You do mm-hmm. the standing. You do what he's called you to do. Yeah. And let God take care of the rest. We're, we're trying to be a, a Martha in a merry world. You know, yeah. we're trying to we're trying to do all the things. And we're getting mad at the people who are taking time at the, at the, at the, at feet the of master's Jesus. feet. Yeah. You know, and, and, and the Lord wants us to come to his feet. Mm-hmm. Hey, I've I've got that. Yeah. If God be for you, then who who can be against you? I got that covered. You do what you're supposed to do. Yeah. You do what I've called you to do, and I'll take care of the rest. God's won the battle already. Yeah. We already have victory. We already have life in him. We already have that. Yeah. But what God is calling us to do is to to come out from among them. Be ye separate. Be ye separate. Be in the world not of it. Mhm. You know, mm-hmm. do don't lay down with the enemy. Don't come in agreement with with what the enemy's plans are. Come in agreement with me. Come in covenant with me. Right. Not just agreement. Yeah. What a word. Covenant. Yeah. Come in and and be in covenant with me. Mm-hmm. So there was a covenant that was made on the cross yeah. by the the finished work of the cross mm-hmm. of Jesus Christ. And when Jesus shed his blood, that was the new covenant that we are under. I I feel like in this story, Nathan is like the foreshadowing of of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you know, that the God would send someone your way to say, hey, tap you on the shoulder. Hey, 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 uh-huh. watch your step. Right. You know, and that's what the Holy Spirit, he's mm-hmm. come to to convict us and, yeah. and keep us on the right path. Right. Comfort us and, and give us peace and hope. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, there are so many stories in the Bible that we could talk about. So many people who, even in their fallenness, uh, found a way to stand up. Right. So we could talk about Moses. Moses, the reluctant leader of the children (laughs) of Israel, right? I mean, born born into... The lap um, of luxury. Exactly. I mean, he was was born into the, the... enslaved in Israel. Right. But his mother hid him away. Right. He was taken in by the Pharaoh's daughter. He was raised as 
one of the Egyptians, you know, had everything available to him. Completely messed that up, right? Right. Uh, <laughs> by killing someone. Right. I mean, you know, Moses <laughs> Moses is this great hero, um, and, and yet he started life by being a murderer. So, I mean, there's con- and there were consequences right. for his actions, right. you know? He laid down with that anger that right. overcame him. Yes. Um, and he suffered a consequence. He had to run away right. and hide in the wilderness. Leave the life that mm-hmm. he... he Leave the, the only life that he knew. Right. And that was life of, 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 he never wanted for anything. Right. And that's why I say the lap of mm-hmm. luxury because yeah. he was living life in the Pharaoh's house. Right. But yeah. you know, you can see even in the story, the, the conflict in his own heart yeah. because he knew oh, yeah. who his mother was. He knew who his sister was. Like he knew where he really came from. Right. Even though he was, being raised in the Pharaoh's house, he really did know where he came from. And he was seeing that suffering of his people that he really knew were his heart people. God will take a situation that you have messed up and he will turn it for your good and to bring about the good in other people's lives. Absolutely. He took Moses. Moses did not want to be the one who went back into Egypt right. to call, to say, let my people go right. to bring the children of Israel out. He didn't want to be that guy. Mm-hmm. He tried his best to convince God that he couldn't speak, yeah. that he didn't, you know, he wasn't a great orator. He was like, he had no qualifications and God was like, great. That's actually what I want. I want you to not <laughs> think you have any qualifications right? because I'm going to give you the words to speak. So I want you to say it on your own. And he went back and confronted Pharaoh. Can you imagine standing in front of the man who you grew up with, right? right? But you know that God has said, you've got to go back. I've got to call upon your life. Right. You've got to do this for me. You're the man. Right. I was just about to say that. I was like, yeah, he, yeah. he has a lot of those stories yeah. in the Bible. You're the man. You're the you man. You gotta bud. go do it. Because of Moses' willingness to stand up. Right. The children of Israel were set free. Right. What in your life Ooh, come on. do you need to stand up for in Be- order for somebody else to get their freedom? Hello. That's a, we just going to let y'all sit in that for just a second. Exactly. <laughs> Marinate on this. Whoa. What's at stake here, folks? Mm-hmm. What is at stake of your obedience to God? Mm-hmm. Could what you have to say, could your story be the freedom in somebody else's life? Mm-hmm. Could what you do, the actions that you take, mm-hmm. be the freedom in somebody else's life? Yeah. Be the hope, be the peace that they need, be be whatever, be the answer that they're praying for. How many times have you told me somebody's ears are anointed to hear your voice? Yes. Yeah. And, and that's true. You yeah. know, there will be people in my life that their ears are anointed to hear my voice mm-hmm. when they wouldn't hear anybody else's because we 
have a different relationship. We have, you know, there's God has anointed you to speak to people that I can't reach and, and each and every person that we affect, Mm -hmm. you know, every person that God has called some people they can reach, but some people God's called you to reach and Mm -hmm. he's waiting on you Mm -hmm. to obey him. Right. Waiting on you to make the move. Yeah. Like I said, you make the move. Uh-huh. He does the rest. Exactly. This is not all you. You mm-hmm. don't have to. He needs your obedience because yeah. that's where the relationship is. Right. If you obey the Lord, mm-hmm. if you take him at his word, if yeah. you have faith, yeah. if you trust in him and mm-hmm. you do what he says, he does the rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you are maybe not going to be a Moses who stands in front of a Pharaoh and says, let my people go. Right. And a whole nation of people are set free. Right. But who in your life can you affect? Come on. You know, we started this out at the beginning by talking about how you may not have a platform that reaches the masses. But who in your life needs the words that you've been given to speak, to set them free from something that they're dealing with? Who needs, who in, in your life is powerless that you need to stand in the gap for Mm -hmm. and say, I'm going to speak up because this, you know, what's happening to this person is wrong and I'm going to stay you know, stand up and say, no, this is wrong. And I'm going to stand for justice. Who in your life do you need to do that for? Is that what God is calling you to do? Is that where you need to stand? That makes me think of the parable that Jesus taught about the woman who had an issue and she went before the judge and the judge said, I don't care anything about you. I don't fear the Lord. Uh-huh. and I, 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 I'm I, not going to, to hear your case. And the woman just kept going back, and she was, she was persistent because she was fighting for something that she knew was right, and she kept going back over and over and over again, and finally the judge said, fine, I'm going to give you what you want so that you'll leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> and Jesus pointed to this and said, like, the persistence of the woman in his story, this parable that he taught, showed that when you are standing up for what is right, even if you're going against somebody who doesn't agree with you and is maybe fighting you at every turn, ultimately, if you're, if you're standing up for what is right, right, that is what is going to prevail at the end of the day. Right. You know, how many of us think that if we can't do it, big in such a way that makes like a huge difference monumental monumental yeah. That, impact yeah that we that we shouldn't even try that that it's not worth it right that if it's not a big gesture that it's not worth the effort or even just to go a step further looking for likes and mm-hmm. loves and comments on on yeah we're looking on for status. social media and trying to be somebody um 
why do we do that? Yeah. Why are we seeking that attention? Mm -hmm. Because I'm telling you, what is, what is status in this world? It's temporary. Mm -hmm. It's, it's faulty. Yeah. Well, and it's given one day and taken away the next. Right. You could do something. You could look cross-eyed at somebody mm-hmm. and, and somebody around the world is going to take offense and cancel you. Right. Because yeah. that's the day and, day and age that we're living in. Mm-hmm. But, oh my goodness, why do we discount the what it means to God in heaven? Mm-hmm. Does the Bible not say... That we are surrounded with so great a cloud of witnesses. Mm-hmm. Why do we forget that? Yeah. In our day-to-day living, yeah. we have got to remember right. we are being watched. Mm-hmm. We are surrounded. Yeah. So if you if if social media is is your prize, mm-hmm. then I would say go back and reassess that. Yeah. Maybe that's selfish, right? Selfish ambition. Mm-hmm. Go back and ask God, mm-hmm. where did I pick that? Where, where, where am I going with that? Yeah. And if it's selfish, Lord, I pray that you would forgive me first yeah. and, and set my heart back on the right track. Right. But we, we're always wanting to, we discount the mission field that God has given us in front of us. Right. And we're all all trying to go to all these different countries and or trying to go nationwide. And and there are people who are called yes to go to different com- countries. But I dare say that those people are there because they didn't because um, that skipped their local mission field. Right. They started small. Had to mm-hmm. because God's not going to send you somewhere yeah. that that He can't trust you. Well, even going back to Moses. God kept him in the wilderness for years. Like he was in hiding for years. He got married. He had a family. But in that time, God was working on him. Yeah. And he was ministering to, to, to Moses in that time and preparing him. Right. To where when he saw the burning bush and he heard the voice, he knew who it was and he right. knew that this was the voice of God and that he was being called to something else. Right. But not before he did the work of living, just living a life, living a life in front of others, right. living a life that where you mess up and you get correction by your father-in-law. I mean, um, if you want to look it up in the, in the old Testament, read the story of Moses, like, his father-in-law <laughs> was a wise man yep. who gave him a lot of encouragement, but it set him on the path to hear the voice of the Lord yeah. and to go and make a big difference. Don't discount the small opportunities. Well, what you consider to be a small opportunity in your life, because too often we put things out there and we make statements on and I know we keep harping on social media, but it's so pervasive in so many people's lives and they think that's where they've got to take the stand. But you know, what you present to people on social media is only one, one part of you, one piece of you. It's one dimensional. <laughs> it's, it's one. Yeah. It, it's not who you are. Right. The people around you see who you are. 
Day they in, see, day out. Exactly. And they've seen you, like they see your struggles. They see what you've had to overcome. And so when you speak a word into their lives, all of that, right? all of that knowledge of who you are, it gives weight to what you're going to say to them. It's so good. Yes. That you don't get that benefit on social media. People, most of those people can't see your life. Right. But, you know, your neighbor can. Right. Your, your family can. Right. Your colleagues at work can. They can Even your you. enemies. Yeah. Oh, especially your enemies. They're the ones that see every single thing you do. Right. So living your life out, standing up for what the the word of God teaches us will reverberate in their life. If you're hurting, mm-hmm. you don't want to talk to somebody that's not been hurt before. Right. I, I often think about, you know, the people who are in prison. If you haven't been in prison and you don't know what it feels like to be locked up behind bars, I dare say that you know what they're feeling. Mm-hmm. Now, we can know the proverbial prison of sin or yeah. Prison in our mind or whatever, yeah. but God is, is God has chosen you to be where you're at because you obeyed Him and mm-hmm. you have been through the things, and and somebody who is around you mm-hmm. needs to hear what you have to say. I always tell everyone that I know, whenever you are going through something, mm-hmm. just know that God is getting it to you to get it through you. Yeah. Because whatever you're going through, mm-hmm. God is going to use you in the next season yeah. to speak into somebody's life and give them hope, mm-hmm. give them a reason to continue to to help them along the way. Yeah, nothing um, is wasted. Nothing is wasted. No tears, mm-hmm. no pain, mm-hmm. no nothing. Yeah. Nothing is wasted in the kingdom of heaven. That's it. Don't discount the importance of you being the light of Christ to the mission field that is set in front of you. Yeah. Your local mission field, your family, your neighbors, your your church, mm-hmm. your the homeless, the the yeah. the fatherless, the yeah. the widows, the orphans. Mm-hmm. You know, as we are coming to a close here, I think it we would be remiss if we didn't talk about the the greatest example right of standing up for what god has called you to and that is jesus huh. the faithful servant the faithful servant the one who said i'm here to do my father's work yeah i'm here to speak what he has for me to speak jesus is the ultimate picture of someone who did it right every single moment of his life. You know, before some of these other examples, we've seen where there were failings, but then there was faithfulness. Yeah. And Jesus, it's only faithfulness. Right. He only did what the father had called him to do. And he knew no sin. He was tempted at all points, but he sinned not. You know, sometimes we think, Oh, if, if we, if we stand up, um, we're going to be celebrated, you know, for standing up, we're going to get, we're going to, um, get the palm branches. Oh, and 
And Jesus is saying, um, yeah, but right after that, not, you know, so he was, he had to suffer and he could have chosen another path. He could have said, well, and he did, Lord, take this, God, take this cup from me. Father, take this cup from me. But then he turned it right around and said, but not my will, Yours but be thine done. be done. Yep. Talk about standing up in the face of guaranteed suffering. Yeah. But he knew that the only path that we could have out of the pit that we are in while we were yet sinners, he died for us. He was the ultimate sacrifice. He stood up all the way to the cross. (laughs) And even on the cross, he said, Father, forgive them. They don't, they don't even understand what they're doing. We didn't understand it then, but we see it now. We were, unfortunately, we were the instruments of his, of, well, we were the instruments of the grace mm. that was going to be poured out on us Ooh. because he went to the cross and died and didn't stay there. Because he lives, now we can stand up and stand right alongside King Jesus and say, I'm going to stand up for what is right, even if the world tells me to sit down, because I know that I'm standing next to the one who stood up through it all right. and is still standing now at the right hand of the Father. In the light of eternity. Always think about things like that. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, God, what does this mean in, in the light of eternity? Right. You know, is this problem going to be, <laughs> what, is, what is this person saying what they said about me? Mm-hmm. What is that going to mean in the light of eternity? Right. Uh, holding on to this offense, what does that mean? Because there, we are just pilgrims, y'all. This is This world is not our home. We are passing through. Do not lay your treasures up here. Lay your treasures in heaven where moth and rust do not corrupt. Stand with the one, the great I am, mm-hmm. the I am, the beginning, the end, the alpha, the omega. If you want something to stand for, you don't know what to stand for, stand for him. What does it look like to stand for him? What what happens when you take a stand? When we take a stand, we posture ourselves for victory against the enemy. If we take a stand for, on anything other than the solid rock, Christ Jesus, we are guaranteed for defeat. In him, we always win. In him, we always have victory. Outside of him and in our own strength, we will fail every time. There is no way, no how that you will ever succeed outside of God. You're going to think that you are, and maybe in man's terms you are, but I'm telling you, you you cannot. You have to do it, but you cannot do it in your own strength. You have to do it in the strength that God gives you, and the only way you can receive strength from the Lord is to have a daily, fresh relationship with God. That means you got to talk to him. Mm-hmm. That, that means you got to talk to him and then allow him to talk back to you. It's a two-way yeah. conversation. Mm-hmm. It means that you've got to get up and read his word and be diligent about that. Um, don't allow the woes of this life to blind you into thinking 
that this is it, that this is, um, this is only the beginning. We have eternity. And because Christ died for us mm-hmm. and the finished work on the cross, we can now spend eternity with God because he was the only sacrifice, yeah. the only atonement, the only acceptable, one. the only acceptable mm-hmm. atonement. I ask you today, where will you spend eternity? If you're not for God, then you are an enemy of God. There will be no middle ground. You are either for him or you are his enemy. Yeah, there's no neutral. There's no neutral. I ask of you to ask yourself this question. Have I taken the stand for Christ today? Or am I lying with the enemy? Mm-hmm. Am I coming into agreement with sin? Am yeah. I coming into agreement with the enemy of my life? Yeah. Am I laying in the lap? Mm-hmm. Whose lap am I laying in? Yeah. Destruction. Destruction. Yeah. Defeat. Mm-hmm. Sin. Standing is a choice. Mm-hmm. You have to make that choice. Yeah. God has laid before you the blessings, the path to life. The path to life. It is a narrow path. Wide is the path to destruction, Mm -hmm. but narrow is the way to everlasting life. So ask yourself the hard questions today as we close. Ask yourself, what am I standing for? And I challenge you to write it down Mm -hmm. because, you know, when you write something down, it just sits different. Well, and sometimes when you go to write stuff down, you don't even realize like you go and read it back and you're like, wow. Hmm. Right. Is that how I feel about that? You know, sometimes journaling and you go back and read those journals and you're like, wow, I didn't remember that. I didn't remember how I felt in that time. I'd like to close with these two verses. First Corinthians fifteen fifty eight. Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, stand firm. Let nothing move you. Always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord, because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. And then first Corinthians sixteen thirteen. Be on your guard. Stand firm in the faith. Be courageous, be strong. And Ephesians 6.13 says, Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground after you have done everything. Stand. We'll see you next time. Bye, y'all. Thanks for listening into our podcast today. Send us your questions, comments, or even a prayer request. We would definitely love to hear from you. You can email us at whatwouldj3do at gmail.com. And remember to find us on Spotify, hit subscribe, so you can keep up to date with everything that's going on with the podcast. Hey, we pray you be blessed as always. And remember, stay stay with with the the process. process. Bye. Bye.